Welcome to Vision the Visible Podcast. I'm Amber. And my name is Derica. And we're two sisters working in corporate America. We're also independent travel advisors. So Derica, tell us about what Vision the Visible is. Well, everything starts with the mind. Thoughts become visions, visions become dreams, and it takes faith to make those dreams visible. So we're just two girls trying to live out our dreams. Right. With this podcast, we'll be talking about faith, entertainment, travel, entrepreneurship, trending topics, and so much more. So with that being said, let's jump right into this episode. Welcome back, guys, to Vision the Visible Podcast. I am Amber. And I am Derica. Welcome back, you guys. We have another exciting, exciting uh, episode for you today. Uh, as always, we want to start off with how our week was. So, Derica, how was your week? Did you miss the people? I miss you guys, as always. <laughs> I love talking to you all, right? So, um, yeah, this week we went to. Broadway in Birmingham, right? Broadway in Birmingham, and we and we saw Aretha. Yeah, the R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's right. Respect. Yeah, Broadway guys. And um, okay, let me put it out there. I am not a fan of musicals. Yeah, she's not. I put up like really. What happened was my sister-in-law. She had bought the tickets, and she wasn't able to get off work, and so she was like, "Hey." Anybody want these tickets for the night? And it was like literally like that day of. I was like, yeah, I want them tickets. I like I like Aretha, you know. And I was like, it was perfect because my husband, he was off too, so he could keep Trevor. I said, let's take Derek because we don't we don't do a lot. Like I said, part of the reason why we started this podcast is for us to actually make that time for each other to do stuff that mm-hmm. we like doing together. And so I said, well, let's go ahead and go with me and Derek. I'm gonna I'm gonna get two tickets. And so that's what happened. We I invited Derek and she went. With me, but she, I know she's not a fan, but she went because she wanted to spend time with me, and it's something that I like going to, right? Right. So yeah, so we had a great time. Yeah, great, great time. It was very last minute. I got myself together and we went on. Yeah, and um, we had a good Easter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, back to the Broadway situation. Okay, back to the Broadway. Okay, so I don't like musicals, and I had been seeing the show advertised like on Facebook for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going to see that because I just they're gonna be singing the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. I love singing, but just not in a play. Yeah. Um, she be like, act. Why don't you? Yes, act. And the song here now, okay, but not singing long, drawn out. Don't sing action. That's my thing. Yeah. Don't sing action. So. Okay, so we got there, and my, told him, my sister told me she was like, "No, nah, it's gonna be a play." Amber, right here, it's okay, gonna be a play. I did. I get there, and it's so not. It's so not. I was, I was like, this is exactly what I thought it was gonna be, but um, I really the the people can sing. Yeah, the people who you know song the songs. It was it was basically three people and a band or an orchestra. Yeah. What whatever, un- whatever, but three people that was talking the whole time who were singing. Mm-hmm. They were giving a history of Aretha Franklin. Yeah, they were singing songs that were in like chronological order for the most part about her life. Uh huh. From like church gospel songs, her you know growing up, she sung in church. You know, first starting out in her music career, 
all success and everything hits or whatever. They did all of that and then circle back around the end for um the song Respect, right? Yeah. So I spoiler alert, sorry. At the end of the show. End of the show. But they basically narrated her life and in song form. In song form. I was like, "Eh, this is you know, the singing was the singing was good. But as far as like the actual extravaganza. It was just arrangements. It was just basic. It was it was it wasn't any scenes. No. I think it was more so a concert. Yeah, and that's, but and that's had, why I thought it was going to be a concert. Had, I'm like, yeah, it was a concert. I, I didn't was. I mean, it's all gonna, it was going to say was R.E.S.P.E.C.C. Because it wasn't like it was going to be Aretha singing. I was like, right. I'm just gonna go I enjoyed it. And then it wasn't uh, bad. It's just that it wasn't what I expected. It was what I expected, but I expected more. How about that? I get it. I can get it. It was it was in the middle of a concert and a play, and that, it, 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 yeah. it for me it kind of missed the mark there. Yeah. However. Y'all. Okay, let me. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll say it for. Okay, I'm going to pause my part. All right, I'm going to pause my part. Then we're going to go for. Okay, so then we went on. So then we had the weekends. Easter, you guys. Yeah. Happy Easter Resurrection. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. God. Thank for you saving for Jesus. Us. Yes. Thank you for saving us. We had a good time at church. Um, We actually visited a different church this, this particular week. Yeah. And, um, they had like a little rise up after church for the kids and everything. It yeah, was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed. Then the kids had had a little fair. They had a little fair for the kids. They had a big um Easter egg hunt. We didn't stay for that part. Um, they had food trucks and stuff. It was nice. Yeah, it was good. A good time was had this weekend. Yeah. And so our next segment is usually put love above you, um, but as a subsection. It's a subsection. Of put love, put love above, above you. you. And that still has the put love above you theme now. It yeah, still it's has still that. The meaning. But, but we're going to so call this. many different ways you can put love above you. Okay. Right. And this is, I call it, the yes. shoulda didda. Okay. Y'all heard that. Shoulda didda. Shoulda didda. Shoulda didda. Shoulda okay? didda. And shoulda didda is when something happens to you, uh, a situation, things don't go your way. You choose, right? As believers, we choose mm-hmm. our actions. Right. We can choose to revert back to our sinful ways uh-huh. and raise a little sand. Uh-huh. Or we can choose the godly Christ-like way uh-huh. and put love above you uh-huh. in that moment. Uh-huh. And I feel this week, it has to go to the old black man that was sitting behind Derek at the Aretha Franklin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he... Guys and gals, man, he wanted to sing every song out of tune with the Aretha cast and even give feedback. Like, it's like you know, how you were in a, in church or you're in like any type of concert of sing along with me. They always say, Sing along with me, you know. I get that they're not asking you to respond, they just ask you to go ahead and sing along with them. They're not saying, Here he go, y'all. Sing, sing along with me, y'all, if y'all know the words. I got you. Like, what the heck, dude? They can't hear you back here? I mean, loud, y'all. Loud and wrong. What's your, he's like, what you, what you got there? I was like, girl, I got you. I got you. Do you want me to sing, girl? I got you. And he was singing with him, girl. He was singing. And it was so deep. And it's like, you ain't harmonizing. You ain't doing this justice. It was not a good time. It was. He was, but in, in the... In result, I I wanted to say the old me would have to say, if you don't shut up, 
I even turned around and said, you had a good time, aren't you? Yeah, and then, like, even, like, it was so many um, white people there, y'all. We were the minority, for sure. We were the minority. I didn't know they loved Aretha like that. I mean, I'm just getting a history lesson all all over again with that. But, um, but yeah. So, we're here, little kid, guys. It's my baby, Trevor, okay? But, anyways, he, I mean, I have so many opportunities to, like, say, man, shut up. I chose not to. I just made light of it. And he made the show a little bit. He ended up making the show. I just I just calmed my little nerves down by, do you ruining the show? We embrace him. I'm a person that I like to egg things on. I like to instigate a little bit. And I was instigating, like, okay, saying that. I was encouraging him to say. It was just, it got to that point where it's like, it's, you got to, like, join on in with the, with the madness. So I chose to put love above me. And I actually, he was part of the entertainment that night, right? When you say so? Yes. Yeah, so sometimes guys just take a breather. It ain't that deep. Just enjoy. And like he had all white folks laughing at him for real. That was real. I want you to sing like him for one second. Mommy. I'm not. What you want, baby? I'm going to make Trevor sing for y'all. Say, say, hey, my name is Trevor. I bet we. What you want? I bet we. Mommy. Yeah, I'll be right there in just a sec, okay? Mommy. Okay, we gonna go. Okay, so he was like, "Mommy, yes." He said, "You make me feel like a natural woman." I mean, y'all out of tune, y'all. Y'all wish should have been there. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible, y'all. But yeah, overall, it was a good time. But that guy, yeah. She should have, you know, snap. Yeah. But she did snap. I didn't snap, y'all. All right. The love of Christ constrains us. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right. Let's get into Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 14, The Rope, The Feather. And the, the bidet. bidet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they started the episode off with uh, Chris and Nicole. They um they had a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying out their new bidet. They, yeah, they had that. They installed it themselves, and uh, it was Chris's first time trying a bidet. Yeah. And that was an experience. Have you had? A, I have had, not. You have not tried, tried one? one yet. I've tried one. <clears throat> we know they, when you have a baby, they definitely have one in your in your room at the hospital. Oh, okay. So yeah, you have the bidet bath experience, bathroom experience. Oh, that's you know for all the cleanings up. So it's definitely a shocking experience. <laughs> I bet <laughs> I can tell by Nicole's reaction. Even though he was like, she knew he, he was gonna have a crazy feeling. But her, he said, I thought you had tried it before. She was like, yeah, but it was just different because my husband at the door listened to it. You know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. was like, it's, it's still different. Then he tried. He like, oh, like, right. what? I'm pretty sure a man wouldn't like that feeling. You know, a man, a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, but I feel like with that scene, I think that kind of tapped into them. Like, that's a married thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're married, you can kind of like use the bath. You can go to number two. You know, they know it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it's like a it's a comfortable uh, type of, I say, act 
or thing that they did. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like they're comfortable with each other to do that in front of each other, you know. Um, they met with um, Dr. Pia this episode. Dr. Pia was their sex expert um, that's part of the Metaverse site staff now. And she was just um, letting them know, asking them questions about their sexual experiences with each other and all this kind of stuff for all the couples, right? And I so guess it's got, no secret that everybody knows that they've already had sex already. Right. So, so she had like, different questions she didn't for have, them. Yeah, she didn't, have to, she didn't have to get them to get to that point. They're already there. Yeah. Honey. But she was just asking them questions about, like, you know, basically... How's the, how's the um, foreplay? And she was like, well... They don't really have much. It could be more. Yeah, it could be more. And so then she asked them, okay, so, like, are you, like, a, a people pleaser? pleaser? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Nicole probably is. I feel like she's at a point where she knows he's, he's a good guy. She don't want to hurt his feelings because she knows he's a sensitive guy. So she's holding back and depriving herself. And that was she mm-hmm. that was that feeling. Are you, are you depriving yourself of foreplay? And she because didn't want to answer. Yeah, because you don't want to rock the boat. Right. Saying. Yeah. But I think she is. She wanted a little more floor foreplay in the bedroom, you know, before you get to that. Because women, we have to get. And I saw like a pastor said this at a at a wedding vows before. Like women are like an oven. Men are like microwaves. It don't take much to get a man excited. If you look good or smell good, whatever that is, it's basically on like popcorn, you know, with them. But mm-hmm. we had to be texted all day and we had to be, you know, romanced and foreplay, you know, for us to get in the mood fully, mm. you know, for the juices to be flowing. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's what she was trying to get at. Like it could, the sex could be better if they did a little bit more foreplay for Nicole. She don't want to rock the boat. <clears throat> but then they end up going, so they basically everybody had like a little experiment. And so because they're more advanced than like, other couples. But she kind of like, you know, opened up too about her, um, her past. Oh yeah. Her shame. Yes. Well, yeah. ra- around sex. Her issues. Yeah. Having sex just because, um, like hate, which, like, yeah, because hate sex or whatever. They're mad mm-hmm. each other and do it. Right. And so like, I think Chris opened up and said that he kind of had the same yeah, kind of they experience. Just only, only did sex, period. Like, mm-hmm. there really wasn't a bunch of a relationship, but just a sexual thing. Yeah, and they yeah. both wanted to like, just wait until they were they comfortable. Comfortable, and, you know. Yeah. And so they had the physical attraction and emotional attraction, but they wanted to wait till it got to the point they could build that and it can sustain that. You know what I mean? Right. And so um, I like how he had her back in that moment, you know, Chris. Uh-huh. So the doctor was telling her, like, telling Nicole, Stop like uh deprecating yourself, you know, talking down about yourself because your past. I didn't know had any issues. You know, you know, yeah, you got a good man here that's willing. It's gonna even help y'all get even more deeper in your relationship because you have these intimate conversations, right? And he's and it's supportive. a safe space, a safe space, right? Yeah, for them to be had. So I feel like that was a good experience. I think she and then Nicole actually cried and everything. So I think that was a good talking that they had with her, a good session. And they end up having an experiment. Um, so everybody had some different. Theirs was a big old sexy treasure, treasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> so they had like leather leather pants, legs in there, honey. Yeah, that was crazy. They just had like some sli- just, yeah. They had some lube. They had a candle, honey. Um, they had handcuffs. Handcuffs. And she was like, "Oh, we'll uh, slip out of this." You yeah, know? it's like I think they were not fun of. They're not a fan of the treasure chest, but they said they will up their game on the foreplay. They yeah. basically don't want to do it. And he was saying that he doesn't need anything. He's happy with her, just her. Yeah, but he said he, but he'll he do it right to help to her help her out if she her needs it. You know what I'm saying? 
And she uh, wants it rather. He was saying, I love this about Chris. He said, and a lot of men need to take note. He said that he cares more about her being satisfied than him. All right, that now. Was, that's both volumes. All Give right, it up Chris. to Chris to try to please your woman. You know? And that's what you need to do. Make sure she's comfortable. Because, I mean, when you make sure she's comfortable and she's satisfied, you get your needs met too, Chris. So I think that's a speak volumes for them. And the next uh the next couple we have is uh Gina and Clint. Yes. All right. Yeah, Clint, yes. What what are you trying to say? say? I put them on Chris again. <laughs> Gina and Clint. Girl, you got Chris all on the brain. I Woo. guess so, honey. Oh man. So Dr. Pia, she visits them to discuss their intimacy, right? And so she let them know to like, you know. Well, she asked them, like, why aren't they initially, like, attracted to each other and, you know. Well, intimate in, yeah. with each other, yeah. And they was like, and why not? You know, why, why not? And she was like, you know. She, she was like, it's still, even though you're not attracted to them, it's still going to take work to get there. Even if you are feeling that person, just because one person is instant doesn't mean the next person you have sex with is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's still going to take work for you to get to that point. Right. In and in marriage, so, and, and so Gina, Gina, so Gina felt like she, by her spending time with with Clint, that's her way of building intimacy. And Doctor Peel was like, "Nah, girl, nah, nah, baby. If you're much. not talking about sex, you ain't finna think you're about it. You're not building in, intimacy, intimacy at all. At all. Y'all not even get to that point. Yeah, the flow. I'm like, nah, you can't let it go. With like, the not flow. with y'all. Maybe somebody else can do that. Yeah, but, but not, not y'all. with y'all. Y'all don't even like each other physically, so it definitely. Ain't so they were like, so how? So do you guys find attraction outside of each other? And they were like, yeah, yeah they do that. Well, well, actually, Clint said it ASAP. He was like, yeah, yes. yeah. And Gina was like, oh, that was a quick answer. Like mm-hmm. confidently, no. We do it. We are doing yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. It's like, wow. So it just pleasing themselves at this point. But um she kinda get them out of that little thing. So, so she asked um like Clint, like what do you do to I guess get in the mood? Like what what turns you on? And he was like scents and whatnot. I'm so, a scent guy. Like, he likes vanilla, different spices or whatever. And so um and Gina's like, I like nice, you know, arm like music gets her in the mood, you know what uh, I mean? And so then the Dr. P was like, Well, what if we, you know, we had some vanilla, we mm-hmm. had some little playlist playing, like we all get in the mood, and they were like, mm-hmm. We don't try but, it. Out. But do it with like no expectation of having sex. Right. And that's gonna be that's hard. He's like, he like, I, I can't do I don't know how to do that. She was like, You I said no expectation of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like just listen to the woman. Right, it's an exercise. Just do you it. gotta do baby steps to get to that point. But you gotta do something different than what y'all already doing if you want to succeed in mm-hmm. this marriage, you know. So later on, they, they like okay. So later on, they um ask to the questions that night or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know the little, time. I don't really know the time frame. They they that, had a little questionnaire. Yeah, had a questionnaire asking you know, them like just a tip. Mm-hmm, just a tip. <laughs> just a tip. And there's some. Uh huh. They, they discovered like you know they both. Basically said that they have sent uh, news to people and stuff like and that. And I was surprised at her response. She was saying that she sent news to guys where she wasn't in a committed relationship. Right. I'm he, like, girl, he, really? I'm like, that's, that's, that's dangerous. That's dangerous because they can use it against you. I don't, I don't send news. Mm-mm. I don't even send news to my husband. It may be like, it may be 
a nice picture, but I ain't you ain't seeing the whole thing. Cause mm. I feel like you know you know how people have didn't Jill Scott get hacked? Yep. Her iPhone got hacked one time. Like people was hacking these celebrities' phones. Mm-hmm. I have a issue with it. I have a really bad like uh uh-uh. uh. Now you, if you can't catch it in person, you ain't gonna catch this on the internet. Yeah. Even have me on the internet. You know, yeah. <laughs> not the internet, the internet. Right. And they will definitely make you go viral. So I, I say to my husband, I, I don't do that kind of stuff. And so. I don't like to receive those photos. Right. Just, yeah. It's like, no. I got something to you one time. I'm like, oh. it doesn't, I mean, I can see how a woman's said, body can be I sensual said, what, for them, but said, not, what is this? not y'all. What is this? Uh, girl, it's another time. Another, another conversation. Another conversation, girl. But yeah, so I mean, I think that was eye opening for us to see that they both admitted to sending news, and then they also had a a safe word with Trace Loches and something like that. <laughs> Trace Le- Leches, Trace Loches, Trace Leches, Trace Leches. Yeah, I thought that was kind of silly for Clint, but he's always silly. I mean, even they took the whole but, experiment silly though. Yeah, they actually did do like the feather, and they did do the massager and stuff like that on each other eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, when they actually did the exercise. But I feel like they still was kind of silly approach. They don't want to just anything goofy. serious. They both of them just goofy. I, I think they both are just waiting to the decision day to say no. To say no. And move on with their pro- life. They want to stay in that, that apartment. But my and, thing, y'all have an even nicer apartment, though. So I don't understand the, the I perk. Don't it is. They, they what is, be what is the perk of them staying together? Neither one of them are exactly happy. I guess right. the dog making him say. I think the dog making him say because he really want to be the dog daddy. She want a dog daddy, too. So I oh. feel like she just want like you know, people just say I want to just be with a man for just, to be a, my baby daddy. For the kids. Yeah, for the kids. They staying together for the dog, I think, because he really want to change the dog last name to his last name. I feel like they just don't want to be each other. They love Hank. Both of them love Hank. I didn't, and that's it. I didn't, that's keeping I, them together. I honestly did not like Hank initially. I mean, like I'm, I'm saying like like a attraction to Hank. Just face value. Uh-huh. But me seeing his personality develop. I like that. The dog. No. Ooh, wrong you person. Clint. Clint, girl. Yeah. Clint. 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 Like Hank. Clint, like Hank Clint, did. Clint. 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 All day. I'm talking about Clint. I didn't think he was cute. Because you were saying, like, like, like his hair. Yeah, I liked it at first. And I'm like, yeah, he, I, he don't want to do it for me. But his personality he is does. coming through. Yeah, his personality and is And I so can nice. hang out with Clint. Yeah. He's he be joking he's all like, day. He's, yeah. But I like somebody to joke with. You know what I'm saying? Like. You just like laugh and have that kind of banter, that sarcastic humor. I like that. I don't know about you, but I like it. Uh huh. I do too. No, you don't. Not being sarcastic all the time. I told you that. I just like a little bit of that. Like I like. I would, I would hang out with Clint. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's somebody good to flirt with. Yeah, and know. that's it. Yeah, but ain't nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the next people was uh Jasmine and Eris, right? Girl, yeah, honey, and Jasmine didn't waste no time telling Dr. Pia that she was uh in the friend zone with her husband. Huh? Well, let's, on the let's, 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 build, let's build up to that. Let's build up to that, okay? <laughs> so it was like she asked them, How's it going, right? So mm-hmm. Ares was like, You know, they still trying to get over the fact that they um strangers. And it's not exactly they're not exactly what each other envisioned, right? Mm-hmm. And he, so well, she, she, she was like, "Well, can that change?" Yeah, 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 or whatever. And he was like, "Well, the fact that we are still together, I think we both feel like it could change because mm-hmm. we haven't like said this is our decision days over with." 
Right. So he so that's one good sign, I guess, about him. He's trying to stick it out. But it's like I think Jasmine feels like he's already checked out. Checked when, out. But he but he's not feeling that way. Yeah. He's trying to he get, actually trying the last two episodes, he's actually been trying to do this conversation. But she doesn't so. think he's trying. So, you know, that's 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 what's that's what's crazy to me. So she doesn't feel like, you know, he's putting forth the effort. Like they don't even hug. She was like, they don't, they don't even hug. I don't remember the last time we hugged and stuff. So you she know, asked so much it was her knees being met. She, she was, was like, like, No. <laughs> confidently no. Yes, she really had that. And, and it was like, like no. Why you say that, boo? And you know, it was just like, um She's used to being in a relationship where the guys like her and they may be such a feeling. Uh-huh. He ain't giving her no action. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she don't make her he don't make her feel confident in herself and her looks and everything. She says, I am I'm trying to be his friend, trying to be his wife. Right. Baby, I am not your friend. I'm not your friend. You know? Yeah. Like I that's sad though. She's like, Y'all even hug? Like, he remember the last time she got a hug no, from him. She even took care of this guy during he him being COVID. COVID. You know, it's like really? Right. Can't get a hug for that. She like you're not happy to see me. Yeah. I get home. But he he always say she'll wipe my butt if I get paralyzed. But hey, but he ain't happy to see her. No, that's, that's what I don't like about it. He, me, either. you hug friends. You know what I'm saying? Fast you hug her. So I just don't know. But they, I mean, they agreed to you know try to. I mean, I think she initially said that okay, she had put him in his place. I think. And she well, had, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like, oh, so like. What are you going to, you have to have deeper conversations to build intimacy. Right. She was, so he was like, well, he tried to have those, but she don't really like reciprocate. Like she don't really ask them mm-hmm. questions. Like, like, like on the couch, they was chilling for like two hours or so. And he was like, he was asking her stuff and she, she got kind of heated. Like, she said, why? Well, I don't I, I was just going, I thought you was trying to go with the flow. Like you just asked him just to be passing time. And he's like, I'm trying to act like a first date. And I was like asking her first date questions and stuff like that. And she would answer, but she would ask me nothing back. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I didn't think you were serious. I think he wanted to just do something to be doing it. And it was just like, that little spice right there. Yeah. Turn him on. And she was like, how do you feel about her saying like that? He said, oh, I love, love it. it. And she looked like, what? And, and Dr. Pierre was like, oh, I got your number. Okay. Like, I know what kind of guy you are. You want a woman that is sassy, spicy, uh-huh. put you in your place, and you gonna be cool with that. You want her kind of to take charge, I think. Yeah, but see, Jamie being so timid and so nice and laissez fair about everything. But she kind of smiled. You saw that? She kind of smiled when he kind of said, I, I love it. And she was like, what? Uh-huh. So I think that boosts a little bit of her confidence up, and she said she's gonna try to do that a little bit more, but it's not because, her. Right, because she's, she's been in this place more. She's been trying to be agreeable. Uh-huh. And we feel like she's being like just not saying too much, right? Not, because she don't want him to not like her even more. I think, mm-hmm. and that's the problem, right? She's trying to play yeah, it yes, safe. She's gonna be yes, girl. Yes, because she don't want mm-hmm. him to say, have anything negative to say. Yeah, you know, on top of what the physical was, right? Yeah, girl, and then I miss like I need her to find her voice with him, exactly. But then I, I can say her parents didn't argue. She probably don't know what to do. In the, in, the, in the meantime, in between time, you know what I mean. So he ended up talking to her, um, her sister Emmy, um, later on, trying to figure out like what can he do. And Emmy was kind of live, give him a business a little and bit. Emmy was like, "You need to figure out what to do to make this girl feel comfortable." Uh-huh. All right. 
And so I guess he brought up a situation where on their wedding day, he remembered what Pastor Kale told him. And he was like, even if you're not attracted to her initially, make her feel special on her wedding right. day. Right, clap for her or whatever. You know, and put her at ease or whatever. So he decided, Pastor Kale didn't tell him to do this exactly, but he decided to clap for her. Yeah. I didn't even realize that he did that. He did. He did. That's why I thought he really liked her. Mm -hmm. And I was shocked when he said she wasn't attractive. And so, you know, he did that. And then so it comes out now. And then Jasmine's kind of like, oh. He's like, so you want to just calm me down and lie to me? Lie to me. He's like, no, I want to put you at ease. I want to make you feel comfortable and all that kind of stuff. She's like, okay, so calm me down and lie Lie to to me. me. It was like, oh. Yeah, you was lying. Eris. So it was like him being transparent and, and backfired he, on him. He messed up. Yeah. But hey. But, but, but hey, who are we to say? Because that little sassiness could have made him like, like us some more. more. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know what and happened. I think that's that. probably what she said. That she probably thought, like, oh, he going to really like me now. I got a little, little back talk with him. But how they, how they edited that scene, it looked like he shut down. Yeah. If she said that. It get kind of quiet and yeah. awkward. Yeah. Then commercial came on, so we really can't tell what really happened after that moment. Mm-hmm. But it must not have been too good. Yeah, that was kind of how. They yeah, because like fast forward, some of things Like yeah. Uh huh. So we're gonna talk about our next couple, right? Um, Kirsten, Kirsten and, and Shaq. Shaquille. I always call him Shaq. Shaquille. But, but they were called Shaquille. Yeah, Shaquille this and Shaquille that. Kirsten be. Say her baby daddy name, honey. I'm just speaking to Zisa. But uh curse is say her baby's name, honey. So they open up. Um, she likes video chats. Shaquille. Yes, Shaquille. And he's like work. in Memphis, like doing like, like a, a recruiting um type thing with, with his college. And uh, he seemed very dry to me. Yeah. On, on the video chat. He was dry. She was so giddy and all this kind of stuff. And we're gonna find out a little bit later why. Yeah, now nah, think about why it. We know why. That's why he was dry. He was dry because we know why Good now. Dragger. Good and dry. So anyway, she was like, "Um, I was kind of sad when you didn't wake up next to me, um, Shaq, you know, and all that." He, and I'm like, "Mm-hmm, yeah, right." He looked and at her like, "Yeah, okay." Like, what time you coming home? He was like, "I don't know yet. You probably come home at about five, four or five. I don't know." He was like, he was very short with her. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, then, you know, have a good day. And she, she tried to blow him a kiss, right? But he, he hung up the phone. And then she called him right back, was like, right back. Like, she called to him kill. right back. I tried to blow you a kiss. And you didn't, you didn't blow me one back. He's like, well, I ain't see it. Uh, this is a totally different, uh, totally you know, different, uh, Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. In the beginning, she was like, I don't like him like that. You know, he got to ask me for a kiss. She re- she offering kisses. Yeah, she blowing kisses on Skype. Like, she really is a different Kirsten. Well, she feeling that ball head, baby. She feeling that ball head now, honey. Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, okay, so that was basically the end of that when they little first little uh, scene, and then they end up having Dr. Pierre come over to see them, right? Mm-hmm. And then she was asking them. How are things going? Right. And she was like... Great. Great. <laughs> great for her. And she was like, why do <laughs> you say it's great? Because we're like, you know, like spending quality time, time together. We're, you know, getting to know each other and stuff like that. So she asked uh, Shaquille how he feel about everything thus far. And what Shaquille said. 
It's Rocky. Yeah, I guess it's Rocky. <laughs> it's Rocky. It was like, oh, Ooh. that's totally different and opposite of what she said. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's Rocky? And he was like, well, because, you know, I got school work. She got her real estate business. I got my my, my job. I, I mentor. I do this. I do that. You know, it's just hard to balance it all. Mm-hmm. You know. Better play it safe. He really was talking about her. He really was talking about her. We're going to tell y'all about it in a minute. Yeah. So, and so then, you know, gonna ask him if you find him attractive and stuff. And she finds him attractive. And she's like, what, what, what do you, you know, make, what makes you feel more attracted to him? And the homegirl was like, because he was moving some boxes. Yeah, she's like, on a move-in day, you know, we had to move the clothes and stuff. He was moving them boxes. He looked all masculine. Ah! He, like, taking care of business. business. Okay, and she said, well, do you think he's masculine? Oh, y'all. I feel like that this Y'all. this doctor, Dr. Pia, I feel like she has been been prompted on these couples. They briefed her really good. Mm-hmm. Producers and all, Dr. Pepper and them and all. She knows some backstory because she was asking everybody probing questions like that really gets to their core. Get she was getting to the thick of it. She was getting down to the crust. Yes. She would get to the cross with them on the sex part. So I feel like Dr. Pia had a little backstory on Kirsten. I feel like she was like, Do you find him leaving you masculine? Do you find him? Do you? She was asking all these questions, right? So Kirsten was like, looking like she had a long pause. Yeah, that was the most awkward pause. The awkwardest if pause. I was Shaq Young. I'd be Ooh, hurt. Self esteem would be down to zero. Yes, yes, yes. So she was like, Um. He's masculine. Yeah, he's masculine. And they, they even said that she had a long pause. A long pause. Like, why you, why you had to think about it? And she was just like, well, because, like, well, my dad was tough and a provider. He made her feel safe. He's and a he business owner. protected. He's a business uh-huh. owner. So she was like, so, so you, you don't feel you safe like, and You don't secure? feel like Shaq is tough? It, it was going back at yeah. this. She was getting to the thick of it. It's like she really ain't even impressed about it like she pressed Kirsten. Right. Do you think so? She like has, she really pressed Kirsten on this. She was like, she should have gave some frequency idea about Shaq. Like you did. Yeah. I, and y'all know. You can go back to the roller tape, back to the episode, first episode. Yeah. Episode I said Shaq don't come off as the most masculine man. He's gotten better, but his he's voice gotten better. His voice is definitely giving me LG <sighs> BTQ community. What is that? Huh? What? His voice does give me that. His voice kind of give me that vibe. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, then. I hear mean, what you said. <laughs> I thought you had the letters in the row. No, I'm going to say it. It was a bit like, I had a pause like Kirsten. Yes, I was like. It does sound like, I feel like, if I close my eyes, I can picture one of my gay guy friends when I listen to Shaq. It's a smidget. It's a smidget on the, yeah, it's very spicy. Some of his comebacks with her kind of spicy. It reminds me of my friendship. He doesn't have a thick tongue. He has a thick tongue. That's probably it's a southern draw with a thick tongue. He's trying to talk correct. And he's yeah, trying to be that might not, that might it's be all of what it is. Want. He's trying to be professional. Yes, he, he got, got hardcore. He's raised by women, right? It's all these a things. lot of factors in that. 
And right. it does give off. What is this? It does give off, you know. But gay black guy voice. He has a gay black guy voice. But, but, but when he tried to lead her, he comes he, off as, as, as masculine. As masculine. Yeah, he like he, he puts on like a he, But his voice, how he, he pronounces things. If you close your eyes, I'll get the visual. He, he dresses manly. He, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, when you close your eyes and think about his voice, you can picture, I can picture Funky Dineva having that voice. But even though Funky Dineva got his own voice, don't get me wrong. And his, voice, like a, his own voice doesn't seem as. as right, but, uh, but Funky Dineva has different variety of himself right he's yeah he's gonna be manly on one day and then he could be you know um with a wig on the next day like you know what i'm saying so it's like i can i'm just saying him because he's like a popular right in his own self gay guy right right so i'm just saying him that's but no tino shade at all we love funky daniva okay but um yeah i think his voice picks up on it so i think dr p kind of felt like that but she wanted to really hone in on kirsten masculinity conversation about Shaq. And I feel like it would be a little bit messy. Right. Then she gonna say, Shaq, you being quiet over there. Like, uh, <laughs> why would he say something? I don't know. It's like, you got the pee Come on, girl. You trying to really, and then she's like, well, she's like, well, um, you think he want, you want him to be your daddy? You know what I'm saying? And I think so. I really do. And then Shaq was like, yeah, he, she has this thing. She want me to mimic her dad so much. But really, you didn't make the demand meet your dad to know what he need to look like, be like, or whatever like that either. That's true. And, and I he, mean, he, all guys, all girls want their guy, their husband to be a little bit like their dad as far as a protector and provider. But you know, you don't want to be with your daddy because it's that's crazy incest. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, she was but, like, be no, he doesn't be like my dad, but you know. Some of the stuff, you know, like, and I feel like I feel her on there. Like he was like, she's like, well, you think he's not a protector? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, then, yeah, it's like she was honing in on her. I'm like, girl, get yourself a lifeline. Get up but, about this conversation. But he, made a good he was like, so you want me to, so what do I do to make you think I'm tough? Do I have, do I have to, um. We got to get robbed at the gas station. Get we robbed. Gotta get, you, know, you know, we got to really get the fight. You going to get carjacked. I got to defend you. Yeah. What, you know what I'm saying? I got to, your order wrong at the restaurant. I got to, you know. Get loud. Get loud. Get loud get like, what do I'm, I'm, I'm not that type of person. And that kind of conversation, the person like that, so. This is what, what you expect. I'm not saying I do all that, but I'm just saying she will say the situation hadn't occurred yet for it her to, yet. and it hadn't have an opportunity for her to say, "Oh, my man got my back." Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she's trying trying to say, but she couldn't say. And, it. and I get that though, because it's like, how can I really say I feel a certain way about you? But you know what though, that goes into the masculinity. I'll tell you why? Uh huh. There has not been a situation where someone I was dating and I um something had to have happened for me to feel like they was I would be secure with them. Right. Because I already thought that they could handle themselves. Mm-hmm. But for her, she wa- she obviously was looking for an incident to help him to prove himself that she that he, he could he, he could be take care of her. But for me, now because I've dated in the past, I don't got the question if they would, well, they, they so, you know what I'm saying? Fight for me. So I'm thinking, like so she must have a hint of doubt. Mm-hmm. He's giving off something to make her feel uh, she had a question whether she would be safe and secure. Safe and, secure and the doctor, him. Pia, picked she up, picked on, up that. on it. She picked up on it and she ain't letting up. But she, ain't, she, so she, won't, up, but she won't admit 
that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Is why she had a long pause about masculinity. Yeah, Shaquille is not a long pause about he's, he's not doing something to make her feel that way. He's not. He he can't place it. She don't want to put him on blast on TV, probably. But it's something he's giving, giving off. off. Yeah, he's yeah, not to make, and making something. her think that is he oh. gonna run like me? Right? Is he gonna fall out? Right. <laughs> He's he, he giving off something. I think she's trying to take all the positives about uh-huh. him and and look, overlook and that. Overlook kind of, that and yeah. Really, and I feel like she but was since really you wrong. Call me out on it. Yeah. Since you asked me, that's why I do have a little bit of doubt. Ask, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. And she I tried to be it. as p. She tried to be as pr. PR and she could and pc and she could uh, in that moment because she actually feeling him now. So she yeah. don't really want to ruffle those feathers either. That's why she was quiet. I think, but I feel like she does. Feel like I feel at first, like you no, know, the voice kind of seemed like it's not as hardcore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's but, not as deep and masculine, but not all men have a deep masculine voice, though. Exactly. You know, but he doesn't give you like tough guy. No, and you know at all. He like he seemed like choir boy type of thing. Mm-hmm. I offer him, so they ended up. You know, she basically saying like you know, um, they they need to do something to make have control and you know to curse but he, he, make he control like he always feel he gotta prove himself. Yeah, he did since have day a one. Yeah, and I feel like that too. Yeah. He, he said he said in his little diary moment, like, in this whole marriage, I've been having to prove myself, to prove myself, with, you know, to be in a spouse, to, that she won't be in a, you know, companion, all this kind of stuff from day one. But he, he did say that he's grateful to be married with her, too, though. Even though he's been having to prove himself, but he has said like, he's not happy, he's not happily married. Girl, yeah. But he is grateful and overjoyed that he's married to her. Yeah. And I think that's that was sweet. That was sweet. But um, but yeah, so they end up doing an exercise, right? So their ex- experiment with Dr. Pia, she had them do a doing, trust a trust type of sexual exercise. Exercise. Yeah. And Carson had to be blindfolded and be led by her man. By his voice. By his voice. By his, by his sexy voice. Okay. Ah! <laughs> so <laughs> She, you could tell in the beginning, like she's like, let me, let me, you know, but she was just like, oh, you moving, you know what I'm saying, like, like go this way, go that way, and so I feel like that is so I probably need to do one day too, like, cause I, I struggle with giving myself, follow, being a follower. I'm a, I'm such a leader. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that being led by somebody else. I don't know, I don't, I'm blindly not knowing where we're going, mm-hmm. you know, so I can see the walls that she probably have up because I kind of can have those too at certain points in my life, you know, with things. So anyways, me too. They ended the first thing she found was like a rope and then she had to go to the washroom for that. You know, it's just, they end up having, um, she, he tied her up and everything. And she said, Ooh, I like this. You know, I thought that was so cute that he, you know, he was like, you know, now you got to release your, your control over to me. Mm-hmm. And they end up getting other little sticks and stuff like lubricants and, uh, you know, different things, you know, and I feel like that was a nice experiment for them because it really hit home on her being, trying to be the, not take the lead all the time. Yeah. Then they had like a little bedroom moment. Okay. When it ended, they had a bedroom moment about, you know, how they liked the experiment and stuff. And he really was saying how she really, really wanted her to be in Memphis with him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, he, he, like he said, you, I really want you to be there, but you had to be up in the streets, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what? So Carson had planned different events now. 
he said, and they did, you know, he said that they had agreed on her going when he first found out about that workshop. Because the first time, you remember, guys, on the first, um, for the honeymoon day, they, they mm-hmm. had to go to Mississippi for an event he had to do, right? They uh-huh. missed a whole day or two of the honeymoon because of his workshop thing, right? So she said she actually did like it. She liked to see him in his element. And I think she did agree to go again. So this was the time for her to go again. She didn't go. She planned some other stuff she had to do. And he really wanted her there. And I think the last episode, his family told her, he don't require much. But he wants you to support support him him and show up. And she did not show up in Memphis. And so that's why he was so dry on the phone, I believe, because... She, she didn't come to Memphis. She mm-hmm. canceled. He canceled and said she ain't gonna go. She's coming back. She and then she playing other things to do. Right. That's what's foul. So he fronted her about that, and she was like, well, "I didn't think you really, really, really wanted me to go, but now you telling me you really want to want me to go, Shay. Like I can't read your mind. Like I didn't think you was really a big deal for me going or not this time. But he was like, you know, we already talked about this. I thought you was gonna go. You know why I gotta reiterate or you know make you understand? Yeah, you if I do- say something, I mean it. Yeah. So I feel like now I hope she gets it, that he's not going to beg her to go somewhere. Like, he's going to tell you one time, you say yeah or nay, and that's going to be it. That's how Shaq want to operate. And I feel like that's fair. You, have, you should have to beg your, your wife or your you know your husband to go somewhere with you when you know, I already told him, hey, I'd I like you to be supportive of me. So but I wonder, like, I wonder, like, where does that stem from? It seems like support really, really, really is a big deal to him. And I was his, his parents. He, yeah, because mama, mama worked all the time, he said, didn't it? Yeah, and she didn't and come it, to none of his stuff. Mm-hmm, his daddy you know? wasn't there. Mm-hmm, so he felt he feel like coming coming to support him for stuff he's doing It's probably his little language type of thing. I get that. Yeah. And I, he has every right to be like that, you know? Yeah. But um, so that's how the kind of like they ended. And then the guys yeah, met up and yeah. the girls met up. So the guys mm-hmm. had went to this baseball field. Mm-hmm. And child. Child, child. I was surprised. Shaq held his own. Shaq held his own. I thought Shaq was going to be the fucking. He was like, I haven't uh, picked up a baseball bat and played baseball since I was a kid. I was 11 years old. And he was hitting them. Yeah. Uh, the best person was Chris. Aris was a little all right. And then Shaq. The least. Clint couldn't hit a thing. He couldn't. Clint couldn't hit nothing. No. They were like, we thank you for the win, Clint. Right. <laughs> Clint was right. swing, giving them a breeze and everything. But then the girls, they met up at this little, um, it's called the Liquor Lab. So they met up at this little liquor lab, like a little, a little um, mixology, mixology class. class. Yeah, so it was really cute. And they were sharing, you know, about they wanted to dish on, you know, getting the true um, version of what where they are with their marriages and stuff as a girl's, girl's um uh, talk or whatever girls chat and you know Kirsten expressed to them that hey she ready for Shaq if he if yeah. he if he just asked yeah and like you ready for and it she was like, like I wouldn't turn him down you know if he asked for it like oh give me the green light yeah so they got to tell Shaq to go ahead and make a move honey bust a move Shaq yeah the cold like let me oh let me see my message right now you know like Nicole so she just so she's a mama bear yeah she's mama bear with all of them she really think like she got more experience. She can advise them. Girl, it's your first marriage too. Yeah, but she, I feel like yeah, but she feel like she hit us off so much better than everybody else. So she feel like she can give everybody else pointers on their marriage. But just because y'all hit it off good, don't mean you, you would have expert an expert of marriage. Yeah, maybe you get the same. You would have guy. You would. You would a yes guy. 
he gonna, you know, he doesn't have too much of an opinion. So anybody gonna get I think him? Twisted, y'all. I like Nicole, but yeah, she doesn't. She's love coming, her. That's how she's coming off. She's coming off to them like, oh, like, let me let me do this. I'm, you know, she always you notice know, everybody. So every time they have a group activity or everybody go out to dinner or something like that, Nicole gotta ask everybody how they doing with mm-hmm. their marriage. Like she got the Pepper Junior, you know, girl. <laughs> Dr. She, uh, she, uh, Dr. Lightning. Okay, Dr. Thunder Lightning. Like a thunder. thunder. Okay, Nicole, pipe down. Sit down, okay? You mm-hmm. just like them on this experiment, okay? But I think this was a great episode, y'all. Um, if you haven't watched it, hopefully, spoiler alert, we didn't told you everything. But um, looking forward to next week. And my next one, um, to, I think they're supposed to tell, I think Kirsten and Sheffield to get supposed to actually do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's, that's the little clip they're giving off. So hopefully they go ahead and seal the deal and do the deal. See, we assume they had done it before. Yeah, these, the paint these editors, these editors are something else. Unless they did and didn't want to tell anybody at this moment. Yeah. But it seemed like they hit the light. Yeah, yeah, when they, they did the body paint. Yeah. I thought sure they did it too, but they didn't want to say nothing. Oh no, they hold, mm-hmm. they holding out they holding out the information to the group, mm-hmm. to the to the cast. After that body paint thing, she got really uh, she got really, really, yeah, she, really she did. Liked, she she did. It. And that's why she missed them and all uh-huh. this. Yeah, you can't tell these folks. Huh? Yeah, these editors are great. Maybe I'm waiting on all kind of tea. Went on the kiss, or we went on all kind of stuff. <laughs> but y'all, so, I mean, tuning in for next week for them. But okay, I know we had said we were going to talk about you know growing and growing. Grown and gospel, right? Change of plans. Change of plans. I'm Change not into it like that. Change of plans. But the show that we are really into, that we've always really been into. Yes. So it's day one. It's day one. Love and marriage, Huntsville. Because I don't even like DC. We, like got, we got to watch our own hometown. Yeah, we now, from I mean, Birmingham. not not, not Huntsville, but Alabama, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we from Birmingham, represent but they're from Alabama. Huntsville. We got to represent. We watch that show. We support them. And I love what that. they're doing business wise, right? But they keep the drama going too. They keep the drama like, flowing. Like I'm gonna be honest, my initial draw to watch the show was their um their uh, real estate. Yeah, I mean, but because like I saw, like they were all like you know black comeback in their own business. You know, they and their I couples. They're all married. Yeah, I love talking about wealth building. Love learning about that. I'm like, this is a great show. I love the fact because I even got my parents to watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all need to watch this show. You're like, they really doing positive things in the community, talking about marriage and all this stuff. And then y'all, okay, then y'all, it went sideways. So sideways. And the focus went to the love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, about their marriages. Yeah, it went. It went. It went toward the cheating and cheating all that and stuff. And that's what the side it, and chicks it and peasants and blossomed into, into that drama. mostly. Uh-huh. And um, we here for it, too. But we really do like, cause we're visioned, we're like we're, you know, we because we're vision to be like we're as you guys know we're vision visible. And I feel like with that, you know, it's it's these reality shows inspire us to kind of tap into those industries or just let us see a glimpse of like um you know this black excellence black excellence you know um build wealth building things like that we desire financial to have literacy. that kind of financial status and so it's great to watch especially great to watch us on 
on camera, on you know, on TV. And I think that's what the purpose of them creating the show. But it also end up being drama filled. But I mean, that's why we watch it. Um, you have any any kind of don't make no error that we do like the business side of things when we watch these different housewife shows and mm-hmm. you know love and marriage they all are successful in what they do outside of the show you know that's what we like to to watch and get to learn about how other ways we can make money right you know so but um yeah this was the season opener this was um we went a long awaited season you know um i think martel admitted this time that he actually is with he's he's uh with sheree she actually had like a little phone scene so she's with he's with Sheree Whitfield um, from Atlanta Housewives cast. Uh, like last time, I think last season it was rumored, but I think now it's um, official because she actually has well, a camera. Actually, time, a little actually, bit. So y'all, okay. So we, I did watch episode one. Uh-huh. Um, I guess we, we didn't pre-plan if we were going to discuss this right now. Yeah, but I can kind of. From what my memory tells me, I can kind of cover episode one, and we'll be better prepared for episode two this season. Okay. Okay? We, I can kind of wing it right now. But, okay, this is season six, all right? Episode one, okay? It opens up with um, Kimmy, getting, you know, talking hearing, hearing her report about she um, is, is done with her chemotherapy. Her next step is like um I think radiation and then mm-hmm. she has surgery, I guess to remove like the the um the breast cancer or whatever. Yeah. Whatever like the little not nodules, nope, yeah. lymph nodes, whatever, nose, whatever yeah. is in her body and has the cancer, they're gonna remove that. And so she wants to celebrate, but yet her husband is like, No, nah, you shouldn't really celebrate right now. So I feel like you need to rest and prepare for a surgery. But she's like, I want to celebrate the small milestone. Yeah. You know, you know. And so what she did was she, you know, got help from Melody to help plan a party. So Melody was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do all the calling for you or whatever. So she wanted Melody to kind of like practice talking to people. Like, cause Melody is not, she's not really on like the best of terms with everybody on the cast at this, at this very moment. Um, because of course her ex-husband Martel, she's not, mm-hmm. she's not feeling, um, not really, uh, feeling, um, the girl name Marceau. Oh, uh, Tisha. Tisha. Yeah. Girl, I want to call her Keisha, but I'm not name. Yeah, name Tisha. It. Tisha. Not really feeling Tisha right now. Um, Destiny is not on the show this season. On the show this yes. season. Yes. Um, I'm her- kind of glad. Girl, yeah. a little. I'm kind of glad. It's like this. I wanted to like Destiny so much. I really did. Yeah, when she was I cool really, with Mel. Yeah, I really did. And I'm like, like, I'm like. Okay. She got slighted with her husband breaking up. I think that's yeah, kind of messing her storyline. I wanted to like her. I'm not, saying I, I'm not even saying I don't like her. But I think she puts herself in situations sort of. She, they can't edit what you don't give. Exactly. What she gives is attitude. Mm-hmm. All the time. Stank. Even when people are trying to be nice, it's still kind it's of still come off nice stank. nasty. Yes. So I'm like, Deep down inside, I can tell she's probably not like a she really mean like person. We met her, she but like it's like it. you know, you know her life story to maybe why she has this tough exterior, and you gotta kind of like get beyond that tough exterior to really get to the heart of who she is. Mm-hmm. And so I think Melody saw that you know in her, um, 
Coach Martell because they grew, they grew up together some kind of way. Yeah, some kind of way. Or they had, you know, whatever. I forgot how that, how that was. Um, but anyway, I think that with women, she has had to have like a tough exterior, perhaps. Yeah, be catty a little uh-huh. bit. And you know, she's taking it the wrong way. So she gives she gives off that energy. But I try to always see the good in people, regardless of how they, you know, may come across. I'm like, well, that's there's some good in Destiny and I and I think that um like I said, I wanted to like her, but she sometimes you can't help people. And you can try to tell them, like, calm down, don't do all that, don't turn up too much. And right. they still want to turn up and it's like, okay, all right, you're just gonna keep on giving the giving the naysayer something to say. Uh-huh. At this point. But anyway, um, back to the the main story. Melody is not really on good terms with Stormy. But Melody don't don't really Feel like she on bad terms with Stormy. Yeah. But Stormy was like, I haven't heard from Mel since the reunion. Even at the reunion, we didn't talk. Yeah. And then, so Kimmy wanted Melody to kind of like practice talking to everybody. And so she did. Kind of laughed it off or whatever. Even though you get a dry response from somebody on the other end. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, this is Melody, whatever. And, you know, they're like, good. Yeah, she kind of like did like a dry, uh-huh. and I can only but, imagine who she was impersonating. I think Tisha. it was Tisha. And matter of fact, it was well, exactly, it was exactly like, like that. Tisha. When she actually called Tisha, that was so funny. It was to me. just like that. It was like crickets on the phone. So well, okay, but anyway, uh, she wants you to come. She yeah, wanted me to invite you to her, you know, her um her celebration about you know her last trip with chemotherapy and everything. And so uh, everybody came. Everybody had a good time. Um, for some reason. Uh, I don't know where Tisha was coming from, but she everybody had the memo to wear pink, and everybody had on a pink shirt, like something that was actually permanent on you. A mm-hmm. uh, pink shirt, whatever. Oh, I don't know why Tisha, uh, Tisha came in with an all red, red outfit. outfit. Even Marcel got it right with a little. Yeah, but she did have on a pink scarf. But once she took the scarf off, baby, it was just all red. You see, so you were the only one kind of like out of place. Yeah. I don't know where she came from. I don't know if it was a heart event. Because you know, women have to wear all red for heart. Yeah, maybe it was. I don't know where. Her, I don't know where she came from, baby. But she was cute in her jumpsuit. But you know, she. I guess she just didn't want to abide by the dress code. Mm. So um, that went fine. Um, but Stormy, you know, wanted to pull. I guess melt to the side to talk about why they haven't really talked for real. And um, everybody noticed by now, like Melody, she always tr- says that she has to decompress from the previous season. Yeah. So she wants a break from talking to everybody. So that's what it is on her end. Right. But, but Stormy and I felt it. like and if that's, I'm, and if that's I'm what Destiny felt like too. The same okay. thing. Yeah. I'm you know, from your friend, why we got to, you know Shut it out. And she was like, Well my number um my number you, you called me from a number or text me from a number I didn't know or whatever you called her from. And she was like, Who is this? It's like Melody. And she's like, Who is this? Melody. Melody, she was like, oh, who, I don't have his number. She's like, what's well, this temporary phone number, whatever. She's like, well, girl, you didn't realize, you know, you ain't heard from me. And she was like, well, I didn't hear from you. And she said, you could just DM me, girl. Yeah, at the same yeah. Like, what friend of mine so I would DM. tell me to DM them? Like, why wouldn't you send a message out to your friends and say, hey, this is my new number. Save it. Mm-hmm. This is what happened to my phone. My phone had problems. I gotta change my number, um, stalker issues, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, 
you would give a friend a courtesy notification, I would think, you know. Yeah, that wasn't very friendly. Like, you don't do this to a friend. So I get what you're saying. But I also get, because, I mean, I'm Team Scorpio. So I can kind of see how Mel turns off and don't reach out. I'm not a... I'm not a very good friend when it comes down to communicating. Like, you're my best friend, Derek. Mm-hmm. My other friend, I don't talk to them every day. Like my I'm class, the same way. My coworkers and stuff. And I love everybody. Like, I really have a great relationship with people when we're one-on-one. But some, I don't know what it is, but Scorpios are not that clingy. So I'm not a clingy friend. Like or I don't, needy. I don't need. I, yeah, I'm not a needy friend. I don't need you every day. I just need you to step up when it's time to, and I'm gonna step and up for you when it's I time think to. I'm the same way. When you know, when it's you know, when it's made major life events like birthday showers, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm gonna show up. You know, I'm gonna, you know, give gifts and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> what I what a friend should do. But every day, all day on the phone with a friend, I don't do that. I do that with my sister, which is my best friend. I do that with my lover, which is my husband. I do it with my mama. But other than outside of those three titles, you ain't hearing from me every day, all day. I'm the same way. <laughs> I don't talk to women on the phone mm-hmm. all day long. I talk to my sister, but we don't talk on the phone all day long. If you look at our text history, we don't even text each other a like, lot. Yeah, my yeah. sister and I. We kind of like more so. It's now, more like so stuff video. about maybe like our mom. Uh huh. But outside of the mom situation, we don't text each other like all day long. All day long. We don't send messenger chats all day long with each other. Yeah. We just don't because when we link up, it's a party. It's always a good time with me and Derek. So that's why we started the podcast in the beginning. Anyways, I feel male. I'm kind of team male, but I see but a I'm pattern. About to say too, I'm okay. I'm I okay. see I'm a okay. pattern with the dancers. That's why dancers were kind of salty with her because she didn't reach out. And till it like tired of film again. It's like, why? Oh, when we stop filming, why you stop talking to me? Like, we only friends on the show. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. But for somebody who's not a Scorpio, you would not get it because Baby, you, she's, I'm, I'm, they ain't really friends. What I'm saying is, I'm a Cancer. And I'm the same way because we are so emotional type people and we take on other people's feelings, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I don't reach out because it's draining sometimes. Yeah. Because people will dump all their problems on you. And I don't have anything and to feel. I feel like for them to be a business for myself. Owner, I feel like for all them to be business owners and everything in their own right, I feel like they shouldn't have a problem with somebody just focusing on their business, their month, their, well, their money, their family. Well, it's a two or three month process. I don't have no problem. I with have that. A, okay. I have a friend outside of you. I don't talk to her. For, I can go probably two, three months, and we don't talk talk to each other at all. Mm-hmm. But when we talk, it's all good. It's, it's cool. No drama. It's understandable. I have things going on. They have things going on. No it's love lost. It's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't have to talk to you every single day. But or even once we, a month. But we do. You know what I'm saying? Like but we do. We never end on bad terms. You, I would assume that we are still good. When I see you, we still good. Yeah. And that's what's going on in, in Melody Head. But I guess uh, Stormy got a different explanation on that. And then and she also, like her, her mother, Stormy's mom, had it. Too much to say about it too. Yeah, like she don't like Melody from the jump. She didn't like her she energy. energy when she first met her. You know, and, and all this stuff. And so I, I guess how she did Destiny, she was I guess preconceived ideas about her. Um, either way, she had a lot to say. And then apparently, I feel like she, she did Destiny no type of way though. She did. Destiny was teaming up with Tisha, and I would. Now I say this too. 
when it may be a little uh schoolgirl type of thing, but I'm a we, we Scorpios are very loyal people, and I feel like I don't I ain't rocking with nobody. I don't want you to rock with them, but I ain't gonna stop you from rocking with them. But I'm gonna look at you a little sideways because I told you what they did to me, and we are great judges of characters. And I feel like when we go off, it's for a reason, and and it's and it's not a season. Not we be through. I don't know. Some of y'all, I don't know. Some of y'all get mad over a little something. Well, over a little something, but yeah, if we can go through to hundred real quick. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, we, I know a couple too. My, my bad. I, I don't know. I take that, that. that back. But anyway, I say for you, I feel like it's a reason. If I get, if I say I'm done with somebody, I'm done. And I feel like if you, my friend, and you had those same values I have, this person did something like that, you shouldn't. I ain't gonna stop you, but I'm not gonna rock with you tight like that. If I said you rock with them, because I ain't finna come near y'all. I ain't finna come near you. If you talking to her and we at a party and you I already told you me and her beefing, I'm not about to befriend you at the party. You cause you going back and forth, honey. You see te- you teeter tottering. I ain't got time for that teeter totter mess. You with me or you against me? And that's that's probably how Mel feel about the deaths in the situation. Like she heard she overheard them talking about the reunion in the other room, going off the of, last season's last season <laughs> and i feel like that's the definite whole thing like i think she stopped fooling with destiny all together after that when she started linking up with tisha it shouldn't be that way these people should be able to talk to other castmates don't get me wrong and i get that but i'm saying just understanding the zodiac sign thing she's very loyal but if you can't understand and people need their space sometimes you, yeah she need her space to be a mom and stuff be a business owner like she going through a, she went through a divorce with martel but Everything all on her now. You know what though? You know what though? I like Melody. I do, and I'm I'm I understand her need her peace, but I wonder how is she handling the the no communication part? Is it a situation where it's like those people text her, call her, and she never responds ever, like ever? Don't even tell you. I'm on hiatus, or does she, like, I feel like, if we're friends, I feel like, if that's going to go on, say, hey, if you text me in this time frame, I'm probably not going to answer. If it's an emergency, okay, you know, say that, but if it's something else, like, in this time frame, I got to decompress, and I probably will be very limited in my, commun- my communication with you. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want you to feel no kind of way about it. And nothing gets you. It's just me, me me needing my space. Now, if she says that and those people get mad, then yeah, it's the wrong on people. Yeah, but, but she if don't she's say anything, cold turkey, that's, you handling that kind of situation kind of wrong. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a cold turkey person. I just don't. You So you're saying somebody texts you, oh, no, no, no. call you. No, 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 no. If they call me, I'm going to respond, yeah. I'm just saying, I can go a long time without talking to you. Well, me too. But okay. I'm saying, if you're not giving them a fair warning. Yeah. Like, that is wrong, not giving them a fair warning. There's no response at all. Like, there's no response. Yeah. Like, I can understand she hasn't texted you, you haven't texted her, and it's just been like that for that time frame. Okay, I'm going to assume you're good mm-hmm. and you're living life too. But if you text me and, and you don't, and you ghost me and there's and no response, that's a problem. But yeah. if both of you have not texted each other since this particular day, it's kind of I might not. It's mutual. It's, feel, it's mutual, yeah. and we and we you know no issue. But yeah. if you it's not responding, it's a problem. 
So I'm gonna say I don't know if, if that's what's going on. But anyway, fast we'll, forward. We'll find out more, I guess, when the season goes on as to who's wrong, Destiny or Stormy. I mean, not Destiny or Stormy, but uh, Melody or Stormy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In that scenario, and then, like, it was like, uh, then Stormy was like, her mom was on Twitter talking about Melody and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she was like, I got to give that blowback from that. Like, why you do all that? Yeah. Now, I feel like Stormy mama is with it. She's so she with it. She's with it, honey. She's with it, with it, with it, with it. With it. <laughs> but um, we're going to see. Now, as far as Martell and Sharette, everybody's saying it's his girlfriend. He said that he's dating. He said that he's not really dreading to commit to somebody right now. Because I'm like, how do you go from but somebody way dating. younger than Melody he, to he, somebody way older than Melody? He said he's dating. And you know, so everybody in, in the media is assuming they're official. They are officially dating. But, they but they're not, not officially a couple. a couple committed to her. Because he said that he's not ready for that right now. He want to get married okay. again. Okay. But... He was just like they taking their time. He feel he's still in love with Melody. That's what it is. He's still in love with her. Yeah. And then he, some kind of way the co-parenting thing happened. And did you see how they how she cried though on the reunion? You know when they she when, did when, when, when um, Carlos, Carlos called, said, said you that, really want your family and Melody is your it. family. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. He couldn't bear to say yeah. Um, but she knew the answer was she, she knew it. I think Melody liked him too. Yeah, and I think on that trip last season she was kind of like mm. I think she. Learning a I, I little think, bit with him. I think she she don't want to. I want she. I think she would love to have her husband back, but I think there's so much stuff he's done in in the media, and she does not want to look foolish. Yeah, taking him back. She got girls after yeah. him having a baby. Now yeah. she did take him back before he cheated. Yeah, but now he got a baby outside of her. I think that's probably the, the it was a nail in the coffin for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she, I think yeah. she probably does like him and does like spend time with him. The the banter back and forth, the flirting. I think that probably what she, you know, she likes. But she can't really, like I said, for her image. It's sad it. to it say, yeah, you have to have an image. But I think for her being about women empowerment and uh, and having, like you said, girls, I think that would be a bad example. You have to take the day of it. Yeah. But sometimes you got to just do what's right for you. And you feel yeah. like you love this man. Take him, get him back. back. Bump yeah. it. Everybody don't have to get used to it. Ain't gonna, they saying negative things about you right now. They're going to talk about you regardless of what exactly. you do. So if you really want to be happy with Martell, be happy with Martell. Yeah, but I hope she finds somebody. Because he be finding him somebody. But I hope check she... it out. I listened to her, um, pod, well, Carlos King's podcast with her on there. She is. She dates somebody. She said. Okay. But she said it's no. And she said, but she won't tell who it is. No one knows who it is. She said, because everybody was saying that she was dating allegedly. Now, allegedly, alleged, 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 (laughs) alleged. How many alleged people were saying she was dating like the like the um mayor of hospital. Oh, okay. Or someone like that. I mean, some black guy. I don't know if he's a mayor or police person or a city council member, someone mm. in a kind of a leadership role okay. in Huntsville, okay. a black guy. And she, they, they were spotted at a event together. I think a blog had shown a picture or whatever. Okay. And then a guy had got arrested or whatever for, I don't know if it was drunk driving or something. I forgot, but it was some big mess about that in, in, in the blogs. Mm. And they were saying that, and then Martel had went off on social media 
laughing at the man because he knew that was they were dating. Oh, okay. And so I think he might have deleted his Instagram his... video about uh-huh. it or whatever or comment about the man getting arrested. Maybe about talking about how. Yeah, Martel but so people kind of put together like maybe she they knew this man because Martell and he said something about, about it. it. Yeah, but she said I guess that, that was her way of saying no one knows who I'm dating because. Even that probably was a lie. You see what I'm okay, saying? Okay. That's my interpretation of her yeah, saying that. Yeah, she do something like that. She, she was like, else. she was like, and no one knows who I'm dating. Like mm. y'all got it wrong. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. But then her mother had commented too about the mayor or whoever the guy was, city council member. I don't know what the man is. Yeah. But she commented was saying we praying for you and all that. So like, okay, oh. so the mama chimed in in support of the man. Like, what's up? Mm. But anyway, fast back to the episode. So, I guess Martel wanted her. They having a good conversation at some point, and I guess he wanted to her to pray, get to pray about them co-parenting. co-parenting. He's saying <laughs> that he asked her to pray for them to have a good relationship going forward, co-parenting. She taking it as he want to get back with her. Need to pray. <laughs> and she was like, she played it off. Was like, <laughs> I forgot to pray. Like I forgot about what you said. He looked like you for real. But like, I so on on Carlos King's podcast, I think she interpreted as him wanting her back. And I said he don't. Not saying he hasn't sent her messages personally to tell her. Mm. But in that scene, I, I he, want her back. he was referring to co-parenting. But she was thinking, like, he want me back. And I don't think she was praying about that. I mean, I don't think he was requesting prayer about that at that moment. Okay. But they can edit the show how they feel. Mm-hmm. All right. So, that happened with that. Um, what else happened in the show? Because I, I told y'all, I'm freestyling. <laughs> My um, train of thought with that, you know. But um, what's the next couple? I was shocked to see Kiki on the show now. Yeah, they sure that. Her, that's yeah. gonna come up and she's gonna, gonna come, come up. up. I saw her in the little credits. So I'm like, what they got it? Like, they didn't dropped Destiny and added Kiki. Now she ain't married. Ain't dropped somebody who ain't married. Kiki ain't married on their own thing. Her mm-hmm. husband wasn't in the shot with her. No, nope. on the coming on. So, honey, mm-hmm. wonder what Carlos doing. They didn't, they didn't really show Marcel them that much today. No. So I'm more know. so about Kimmy, really, on this episode. It was Kimmy, and who else? It was Kimmy, Mar- it was Martell, and, and Melody. Okay, I remember now. Um, It was actually Stormy talking about her and her husband wanting to have more kids or not. Right. So mm. apparently she has a, a a difficult pregnancy or birth or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was a birth. Yeah. And um, lost a lot of blood. Lost a lot of blood and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a trying time, I'm sure, for anybody who has a spouse and they're in that situation, yeah. and their husband is afraid it was if the wife gonna you know live or die or whatever, and yeah. so she feels like she want to try again for a football child, and he like no, nah. he like no, I want any more kids. You know how it had it first started out with, um, him saying you know what he eating. like he was eating the baby was eating table food, and he was oh, like it's yeah. time out for the breast milk. Oh yeah, and he like he he on steak. Like let him go on and get off that breast milk. And she's like, well, I want to um, breastfeed all of our kids. And that's how it was. He's oh like, yeah, oh, our kids. Like we ain't have no more. So that's what he was saying. And they had a big discussion about 
you know, her trying again how the risk was and all that kind of, that was his reason, but he probably just don't want to have, go through all that waking up, you know, every couple of hours feeding back. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot that goes, I want more kids too, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, you got to be mentally prepared for those few months that, hey, you ain't getting no, your sleep going to be broken up in like two hour increments. You know what I mean? In mm. the beginning. So you got to feed them every every few hours. You know what I mean? Lord. And so their stomachs are not big enough to take in a lot of food, a lot of milk. So it's like they got to keep on recharging. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be taking shifts of waking up, feeding them. And I feel like if you are breastfeeding, it's going to be a lot on the mom. And with Stormy having this successful business she's having, she's not thinking it through either as to what it's going to take. You know, and then she was like saying, like, maybe she can get a surrogate if it was all about her going through that process by her, and with her own body. She can get a surrogate, you know, because she got enough money to get a surrogate, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was, was like, just still kind of like knocking the facts. So I'm like, well, you just don't want to have that going through she the was whole like, phase. So what is it then? Because you keep changing. Like, what mean you saying... You don't want no kids. Because oh, my health. Yeah, now, now, now I'm saying. You still, saying, saying, you you still saying no. Like, what is it? No, I don't want no kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But then she talked her mom about it. He and she, she was just like, they, they like shut down uh, from And she was like, don't you know that man probably afraid to lose you? You know what I'm saying? Like, he saw like, you went through all that kind of stuff. Like, he probably afraid that it happened again. Mm-hmm. And he, don't, he, he probably can't express himself in a way to, I guess, let you know that he was hurt or afraid. Yeah. So men hold things in. And by him just saying no, he doesn't want to talk about it because he don't want to tap into, tap into those feelings again. Right. So he probably saying no altogether. Mm-hmm. And that's very profound. Yeah, I mean, like, her, her mom to say that, explain it to her. That's like, a great point of view. But that is really the, the, the whole first episode, you guys. I hope I did it just in a nutshell. Yeah. And um, just, you know, Top of my head like that, you know, no notes or whatever else. But um, yeah, that was episode one, y'all. Season six of Love and Marriage Huntsville. And um, of course, we're going to keep you guys up to date on that because I love that show. I right. really, really do. And um, that's it on that one. Okay. So sis, uh, what you got? We got our travel tips. And this week's travel tip is take lots of photos of yourself. I feel like a lot of times now, you know, everybody takes selfies, but sometimes people are getting away from selfies and just only shooting the scenery, like for their, for their reels or, you know, things like that. But still take some pictures of yourself. Like you were there, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that let them know you were there. And then you can also look back at those memories years later you know, and say, hey, you have the physical proof that you were at this location and you were enjoying the moment. You know what I mean? And so I feel like I take a lot of pictures of myself when I'm on vacation and that's one of the very best takeaways and it makes your mind go back. It's even better when you're in the picture, I think, and not just a picture of the scenery. So that's my tip for this week. Um, As always, guys, you know, we are Vision to Visible, right? So uh, please follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We always say this, visualize the life you want and make it visible. Bye, guys.